Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. It's Tuesday, and that means it is a new episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. We are one week. We are seven days from flying down to Austin, Texas. Every year, people, like, all of New York and half of L.A. goes to South by Southwest, and we've always been, like, for ten years, we've been, like, mm. We yeah. don't need to be down there. We're not those guys. Like, We're... we see everybody in New York anyway. It's it's all of New York. It's, it's half of It's LA better LA. when New York City is totally empty. We'll New enjoy York it here. New York is beautiful this time of year. Visit New York in March. Yeah, like, we've seen Kanye perform. We're not here for, like, you know, the Mountain Dew tent. South by Southwest is so over. Like, yeah, we're not we... trying to get that Dorito sponsorship. We're not trying to get, you we know, Pizza Hut. the guys who were like, South by is over for it's 10 dead. years. It's dead. Dead. 10 years. Dead. Who and, needs it? And now... And now we're being flown down <laughs> to South like, by Southwest, and we are gung ho. We're Let's, bringing it back. Yeah, we are gonna. South by is happening this year. Colonize. That's right. Uh, we are gonna be doing a live podcast. We, it's an honor. We are going to be on the official South by stage. Uh, we're gonna be podcasting live. Everyone should go check that out. That's Wednesday. Wednesday from two to three p.m. Wednesday the fifteenth. The fifteenth. Be there. Yeah. Uh, two to three p.m. Do we have a guest yet? No, we're but working we're working on it. on it. Okay, cool. Uh, also, we're going to be hosting a humongous event uh, on Saturday night. And then in between, we will be performing. We will be uh, eating. We will be running around. We will hopefully see Nardwar. That's the dream. Th- yeah, that, that's the goal. The uh, dream is to meet Nardwar in person. That's all we want. So, uh, Nardwar, I know you listen. Yeah. Uh, hit we, us up and check us out. We just want to do the do do the loot do That's it. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. That should be fun. The only problem is that we went to a birthday party uh, the other night, mm-hmm. and we run into our friend Kaz from Bleacher Report, and I told him how excited we were that we were going to South By, and what did he say? He said, you're going to hate it. Yeah, so. But I told him that's fine because I hate everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> also, Jeff, I did want to mention that we've been basking in the glow of our sold-out show at SOBs, and I want to thank everyone once again for coming through Everywhere we go, everyone's like, yo, I was at the show. It's like one of the – everybody was at Woodstock. Yeah. This feels like everybody was in the building <laughs> at our sold-out show. Uh, everyone said that we did such a great job. And I'd like to say that I agree. We did a great job. And if anybody out there is in a different city, Atlanta, Philly, Chicago, Toronto, Vancouver, yeah, all, L.A. All different cities. Just Guam, any city, not New York. Yeah. Hit us up. Let us know if you want us to come to your city and we will try to work something out. Let's let's make this your girls tour a real tour. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Hit us up online. Fuck it. Email us. Email, email us. me at dot com. And you know what? If you if you want to email me too, it's Eric at it's com. Wow. Okay, so the thing about that <laughs> the thing about this is for weeks Eric was like, No, like don't give out your email address. Like, everybody's gonna hit you up with like, you know, garbage emails. Oh I mean I I I don't want those garbage emails. <laughs> no, but nobody did. Everybody was, you know, if I if I you put got, my email out there, people would actually write They were business inquiries. Yes. Like, they were serious <laughs> serious offers only. <laughs> there were no and, like no spam. And so, you know, Eric was like, Well, you can't put your email out there. People are gonna guess mine and nobody guessed yours. Uh, well, or no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> also, uh, I did. I, I wanted to correct one thing that I said last week. Uh, I'd mentioned that Freeway was suffering from diabetes. I, I was incorrect. He is. Uh, I confused diabetes and dialysis mm-hmm. uh, for his for his kidneys. Gotcha. So, uh, just shout out to Freeway. Shout out to everybody uh, down in Philly, and shout out to the whole the whole team, New Rothschilds, everyone over there. We always wish Freeway well and appreciate him coming to our show. 
Uh, anything else that's new that we should mention? Uh, oh, we went to a couple of going away parties. Yeah, everybody's leaving New York to go to <laughs> L.A. and Denver. Well, but uh, we went to we went to uh, our friend Renaud's uh, uh, going away party. And if if people don't know him by his full name, he is Boss Nod. Yes, he has been in our podcast with uh, Big Waz a couple of times now. Yes, and uh, so at Nod's going away party, do you remember he he took the mic? This is at the end of the night. This is actually the end of the first of two parties. He grabs the mic. Uh, Cast One is next to him DJing. And he's like, yo, I just want to say before I moved up to New York City from Orlando and it changed my life. But when I was just living in Orlando, I would stream the Hot 97 broadcast and I would rip that shit and I would put it on CDs and I would sell it. And Cast One was one of the guys whose mixes I loved, and I sold that shit. And now he is next to me right now, DJing my going away party. And I thought that was pretty pretty awesome. Yes. Uh, so also, sh- we are going to get a uh, Cast One on our podcast yes. at some point soon. Shout out to Cast One. Cast One, one of- always comes up to me, and he's like, "Where's my fucking episode?" And it's like, <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm the one. We'll make it happen. Yes. Uh, bottom line, Cast One, great dude, got a story to tell, mm-hmm. and we're very much looking forward to having him on the podcast. But today, today we have Super Duper Kyle. Well, so that's the question: Is he Super Duper Kyle? Is he Kyle? I think he's just Kyle. But Super Duper Kyle sounds better for this intro. Yes, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great time. Because imagine if I'm just like, oh, we have Kyle. This guy has just rocketed up the charts. I mean, his song with Lil Yachty is called "I, I Spy. Spy." Yeah. And you can't get it out of your head. It's everywhere. It's the number one song on iTunes right now. Shout out to Kyle. This kid did it all on his own. And he didn't know anything about podcasts. Is that right? This was his first podcast ever. And he didn't understand, like, you know, what he was getting into. And we had the best conversation. Well, it should also be said. So this is the this is the day after our show oh, at SOBs. So right. Eric and I woke up. Uh, late. You know, we were out late. We woke up late. Yeah. Well, I woke up early, but oh, I woke um, up late. I was like, I need some sleep. But I God. saw you, and it was like probably like ten or something, and I was just like, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't want to because we had a one thirty. Yeah, uh, we had a one thirty podcast with Kyle, super duper Kyle. Yeah. And we're just like, ugh. Like, like, why do we agree to this? This is so stupid. I'm just so tired. Right. And then this kid walks in, and by the end of it, I was just like, oh, like I would hang out with this guy, you know, for a couple hours more. Like this, this Great was dude. awesome. This Great was an dude. awesome, awesome episode. Shout out to Kyle. He made me want to talk to people. I'll say that. Shout out to Kyle. Shout out to uh, all of his his fans out there who, yeah. you know, we just put a picture up and people went crazy over it. So shout out to everybody who's supporting Kyle. And if you don't know anything about him, please give this episode a listen. When should we get into it? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Ford Explorer, a.k.a. You Remind Me of a Jeep. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Long Line at the Tunnel, a.k.a. Gang Bang. Yo, what's up? It's <laughs> Kyle, a.k.a. Uh, the anime-ass nigga, a.k.a. Uh, your mom probably would date me, a.k.a. I got Ash with, but you just can't see. <laughs> yeah, and this is Waste Time with this is the real. Bomb noise. Kyle, what's happening? What's up, y'all? Yo, listen. So normally I go by Curl God, right? I have like you do have some luscious ass but curls. But you brought in some kind of hair that we have never seen before. You are thank like you. challenging me for the Curl God status, man. Uh, thank you. You are you're definitely up there with the curls. Oh, y'all can't you. see, but his curls are vicious. <laughs> uh, my yeah, you know my curls are they're they're a part of me, mm-hmm. and you know they're a part of my personality, and I spend a lot of time on them. How often do you get your hair cut? Man, I am the king of getting shitty haircuts. So I oh, almost, no, I think that's yeah, <laughs> nah, bro. I have some stories, fam. Like right, let's, let's go. go back and forth. Let's okay, go. for sure. Yeah. So I walk into this barber shop in L.A. This is the 
best barber in LA. He's because he's like the blackest barber in LA. So he does his <laughs> thing. Like, and his name's L. And L feels the need to let his 13 year old son, literally like 12 or 13, he's like, nah, he gonna cut you today. Bro what? is bro is a child. What? And I'm like. And the thing is, I'm just so nice that I always get a shitty haircut because I'll just always. You just, won't say anything. I won't say anything. I'll just take the L. And so I'm like, kind of like. No, no, he's uh, L. <laughs> no, he's L, but I'll just, I will take the L from L. Right. And, and Junior You had L. a child. I had a 13-year-old fuck my head up one you time. Were, you, I'm sorry. Was, can I cut something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. You were a guinea pig. Yeah. You, just, you let Wait, it happen. Was he standing on like an apple box? Nah, he was just short and he lowered the chair a hell of much. You didn't <laughs> and he anything. acted hella confident like he was about to murk it. And I'm like. Well, maybe he is the son of an amazing barber. Like he's in here, you right, know what I'm the saying? Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Exactly. No, the, that's that not how ap- it works. the apple literally <laughs> fell on the ground and rolled down a mountain right, yeah. and yeah. jumped into a truck. And the truck hit the highway <laughs> and fucking took it to like a boat that then went to China and, and they sunk. launched that bitch into space. That's how, that's yeah. how far I want to hear more about this apple from the tree. That's how far away from the tree this 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 kid was but that's, I hopefully they awful. never hear this that is awful shout out to L <laughs> yeah leave a comment if you cut Kyle's hair that's right um <laughs> no I had I had a shitty haircut uh, a number of times my barbers will leave me looking like fucking Dimitri from Eastern you know Ukraine yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> like every every and they they sell gold they sell um we talked about it in the yeah, podcast it's not just a barber yeah. shop they they sell antiques yeah they sell they sell gold wow <laughs> right yeah. across the street so I don't know if you need a shape up or anything yeah you see look like you're from don't ever go to the don't ever go to them like we do everything type spots. Like if there's any place that every place should focus on damn near one thing. Agreed. Okay? Yeah. You should never go to a pizza place and be able to get sushi. You should never go <laughs> to a fucking antique shop and be like, Yeah, let me get a number two. Well, right, get a to, be, to be right. fair, it's a haircut place that you get antiques at. Yeah. So you're you're switching it around. I just at the, but I'm just saying either way, one of those gotta be bad. Yeah. If you do two things one of them has to be subpar compared to the other. Agreed. So, like, I just feel like you should just avoid that. Well, now well, let me then explain this. Britney Spears, like, who can sing and dance. <laughs> Damn, you know it. Wow. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, me there, mind actually. Uh, w- would you ever get your hair cut by, a, like, a bald barber? Yeah. Why not? Because that's just, like, naturally falling that's out. That's natural. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's like, they can't stop that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it probably makes them cut hair better because they're just, like, you know what I'm saying? They appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, I would l- definitely let a bald dude cut my head. Never letting a thirteen-year-old cut my head again, though. What about and a bald thirteen-year-old? Today, <laughs> man, if there's a bald thirteen-year-old, bro, I'm gonna just pray for homie first. First, I'll let him do whatever. I'll be like, bro, just take that sharp knife over there and just fucking <laughs> give yourself you know an L. Give yeah. me a design, bro. Just carve an L into my head. Like, but yo, yesterday, yeah, actually, not 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 yesterday. I'm lying. Um. When was that? That was like three days ago. Doesn't matter. The podcast yeah. comes out in like a weekend. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, a very long time. Yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually out here getting ready to do some press shit, and I needed to get a haircut. And I go to this barber shop, and I'm gonna call y'all out. Is Rudy's Rudy's fucking barber shop? If y'all know about that place, I call the lady because I'm trying to plan now. Now I know it's the 13 year old kid shit is actually my fault because <laughs> I didn't call Elle ahead of time and be like, "Yo, do you have any 13 year old son in there that's gonna try and cut my hair?" I didn't prepare. So this time I was like, yo, I'm going to call ahead. I'm going to make sure. I'm like, yo, do you have, like, anybody in there that can cut, like, black people hair? And I just, like, was very open. I was just like, do you have anybody in there that can cut black people hair? Right. And she was just like, yeah. Yeah, no What do you need? And I was like, I just need a fade. She's like, fade, no problem. Yeah, we got you. Uh, I can't remember the lady's name, but 
We're just gonna call her Susan right now. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, Susan. Yeah. Shout out to Susan. Fucking <laughs> Susan is supposed to cut my hair, so I show up there, and Susan is literally like fifty six years old, like a fifty six year old white lady. It doesn't. It's, she's a veteran. She's a veteran. Yeah, she's a yeah. veteran hair cutter. But I said fade to her, and she looked at me like I. She had no idea what I was fucking talking about. <laughs> I was like, I just need a fade, and she was just like. You can't you can't see my facial expression, right. but she made this dumbass face, and I was just like, "Ah, this is scary." And so I decided to try and go for it anyway. What is why, your problem? Yeah, why do you do this? I don't know, man. Because I just can't tell. I can't look somebody in the eyes and be like, "I don't trust you." Like, you just I don't, don't know, you feel so bad. You don't like, understand when danger's coming your way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's something about the barbers specifically that. I just can't look at like it's like me look you're a barber so you're supposed to be good at cutting hair yeah and then i look at you mm-hmm. and i have to tell you to your face nah right like i'm judging you right well, let me now ask you a i don't question. believe in you what if somebody like, what if what if just like a friend of a friend of your cousin yeah hits you and it's just like yo i'm rapping now and um i need you to jump on my song will you be able to look at them right in the face and be like no i no, but the thing is i can judge the song i can be like oh, i heard the song it doesn't really fit with me i can that's so much easier to so get out need, of it you need to have when seen there's a the barber, haircuts when there's a barber it's like either a you have to see the haircuts and then just be like no you suck yeah or you can't just be like i don't th- i don't think your haircut style fits with me you can't do that <laughs> right or you have to look at them and be like you're 30 i could have definitely said the 13 year old you're 13 bro you're not cutting my hair right but i can't just look at the lady and just be like you know, you're a 56 year old white lady. I'm not gonna let you cut my hair. So I sat down, anyways, and then started like to start to go with it, and it turned out to like re- I, she started giving me like this weird ass bowl cut, like this weird <laughs> ass like bowl fro. A new like, Kyle. Imagine my hair now. <laughs> yeah. Just with all this like, damn near. She was trying to make my shit skin bald. Like she started here and we just I was like, nah, you like. By the way, we've got all types of dishware here. We can like cut your hair right after this. Oh yeah, man. In our home, that's yeah. Like, like real rappers get their hair cut like at the house, you know. Yo, real rappers don't. <laughs> it's another thing. If you go somewhere to do a podcast, don't get a haircut. Okay? <laughs> don't don't ever do some place that offers two services. <laughs> we can do because one of them is great. bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it will cut your hair. That's we'll, right. uh, you know, what I'm saying we can um, give service. you a tattoo. We Full can. Service. We're good at all these things that are permanent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trust us. In less than thirty minutes. Yeah. So um. But you're, anyway, sorry, Susan, yeah. but you, your name's not Susan either, but she did a really bad job, and then <laughs> they actually saved it because they saw me and Susan getting into, like, a real New York argument. I was like, yo, you fucking this up, son. Like, my fade <laughs> is trash right now. She's like, your fade is trash because your fucking head is too fucking big. And I was just like, and then Jesus. the dude was, we didn't say that, but the dude came and was like, oh, we're going to move you to a different chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was too late, but you know, whatever. I know. Yeah. So uh, you're originally from... Uh, Ventura, California, and well, I'm, I'm, I was born in Northridge. Sorry. Okay, there's a lot of ifs here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got mad speech impediments, so but my personality shines through, but you can't see. <laughs> it. So I'm trying to sell it all with voice right now. I'm from Northridge. You're from Northridge, and I say I'm from Ventura, but I was born in Northridge. Northridge, right. known for the the earthquake. Yes. Yeah. I survived that shit. You Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. You made it. I know. I didn't do anything. I was a baby. Right. So I uh, contributed zero to my success. Of don't surviving. sell yourself short. I know. Come there on. are 13 year old barbers out there who did not make it. <laughs> yeah, true. You're hella right. Yeah. Uh, so you, you grew up in Northridge. How long did you live there? Uh, I lived in Northridge until I was like, till like eighth grade. Oh, okay. So, so really, like you're 13. You're, Thir- yeah, like, tw- like 12, 13. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I feel like my childhood was in Northridge, but then like my teenage years. We're all in Ventura. What's that like moving in eighth grade? Hard. Yeah, right? Man, it was like, 
it's really hard because everybody's getting bar mitzvah. Everybody's getting bar mitzvah. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know what that's like or what that's about. I, you know, well, I will say this: in Northridge, the hardest part was that in Northridge, like it's a real melting pot. Not like here, but mm. imagine this just hella small. Yeah. You know, have you, you guys been to L.A.? Yes. Yeah. You've been to Northridge. Uh, no. no, not Northridge. No. Okay. Well, the valley just in general is yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's it's like the suburbs of L.A. Right. And it's such like a mixing pot. Like I grew up like the kids across the street. They were I lived in like a Jewish community. I was like a half black. I was a black kid in a white house in a Mexican street in a Jewish community. And Bro. you didn't know if, what bar mitzvahs were. <laughs> not really, because they all went to their own, I don't know, they all just did their own thing. Oh, I, did they? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Do you know what quinceañeras are? I know what a bar mitzvah is, i just yeah. never been to one. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. I definitely know, what, I've attended mad quinceañeras. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's great, those were the best. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, um, but, yeah, like, it was just all mixed up, you know? And so I was used to just being normal. I felt like everything was normal. Like, because there were so many different types of people, I never felt like... I'm somewhere where it's just all this or all that. Like, right. Like I said, I was like a half black kid. I was a black kid in a white house on a Mexican street. Right. Jewish community. In a Jewish community <laughs> that was neighboring like an all Cambodian community. So it, the valley is like a mixing pot. And then I moved to Ventura. And that's how I grew up, you know. But then I moved to Ventura. And Ventura is kind of like just all white people. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's just like surfer town. It's like. Like Point Break or some shit, you and know what I mean? It's clueless. like, yeah. And how do you? But not not clueless, really. No, because they have uh, Dion. But um. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, exactly. Nah, the thing is, and there are like, nah, it's really just all white people. It's like Rocket Power without the ethnicity. Yeah, that's what it's kind of like. And so, so, like, I move out there. How do you acclimate yourself? Man, I don't. You know, I don't really understand large words. What, <laughs> what do you mean? Right, it's all Rocket Power for for Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> How did you? How did you fit in? How did you um, make new uh, friends? Said, how did you? Yeah. You know, that's actually a really interesting question too, because when I was growing up in the valley, like I said, like for the most part, all my friends were black, and I was like the only one that sounded like the way I do, because mm-hmm. my mom is white, mm-hmm. and I lived with my white grandparents, who mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I was pretty much like all I did was just talk white. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I, I fit in. But I never really felt like all of me fit in. I felt like a portion of myself fit in. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other half of me, I had to keep contained or I'd get roasted. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then when I moved to Ventura, it's almost like I kind of um, like tapped into a now different side of myself. You know what I mean? Uh, and everybody talked how I talked, even though now I look different than everybody. Right. So it was kind of weird. Yeah. But in a way, I'd already been adapting to an environment that I am not the norm in. And then when I went to Ventura, I just did it again, just a different side of myself. And it almost felt like it felt relieving, though, randomly to go do that and experience that because it felt like the side of myself I had been containing my entire childhood in Northridge randomly just bursted out. And now I was like saying, you know what I'm saying? Okie doke. I was just going (laughs) off like because it was just, you know, I'm saying it was so compressed for so long. That I finally went I went out there and I just felt like, yeah, I felt like it could just all come out and I could finally talk the way I actually talked mm-hmm. and not get made fun of it only because that's just how everybody else talked. you have any siblings? I do. Older? Older brother, younger sister, and a little baby brother named Pickle. Did- yeah, his name's Pickle. We're, su- like- we're Southern, too. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. <laughs> I had a weird, like, it's real weird family. Pickle? 
His real name is Ian, but okay, like. I don't know if it was like blanket Jackson, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's yeah. not. It's not. We're not off. We, you know what I mean? We're not walking down that street. Uh, but my my grandma is what was um very southern and uh yeah. So she said he looks like a sugar pickle, whatever that means, and that's how it stuck, you know. And that, so I'm sorry, he's pickle like in school, like like his friends are gonna call him pickle, like we call him pickle, like, like he's pretty much when dinner's pickle. ready, like where's, pickle. Where's pickle? Yeah. Where's pickle? Yeah. Wow. Pickle. <laughs> and he'll turn around and just come. That's how you're named in like Southern households. He's in your phone as Pickle. He ain't got a phone. Oh. <laughs> he's like, he's a toddler. You know oh, I mean? oh, okay. So right. he really is a baby brother. Yeah, no, he just hit kindergarten. Oh, Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, we're going to find out if he's smart now. <laughs> now I was like, we're going to start testing him. Smart Pickle or not so smart Pickle? Yeah. How's he going to act? Smart Pickle yeah. or expressive Pickle? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Individual Pickle. That's right. <laughs> Wait, but you have an older brother. Uh, did he give you any heads up as to like, how this transition should should happen. You know what? You he was hell of excited. Yeah. I wanted, to, you know, I was in eighth grade. I wanted to go to high school with my friends. Oh, that's got to be the like worst. That's like the whole move. point, bro. It's devastating. Like, I, you know, what I'm saying, all my friends. Like when you're in eighth grade, and you're getting ready to go to high school. You think you're about to go get girls for the first time. You think you're about to just. You think life is just about to be so awesome. I wanted to do it with my friends, but my brother had already been in high school in uh, the valley, and like. You know, like Nick Young went to Cleveland High School. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Swaggy, that, Pickle, Swaggy yeah. P yeah. Swaggy went to Pickle, like yeah. the high school my brother went to and I went to for a summer school. So that kind of just shows you. I think what my brother knew is he'll never be the coolest person there, <laughs> and that was the whole problem. Like, and so and he was already in. He was going into eleventh grade, so he wanted to get out of there because he knew, damn, if I go to Ventura, there's all these white kids. I'm gonna be on the football team. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be on the. Tra- I'm gonna be cool. <laughs> That's what he was secretly thinking, and it worked. Like before, my brother went out there, bro. My brother was a nerd. <laughs> like, a com- and it's, I can say that because he's my brother, but and he knows this. He's all like, he's all tatted now and shit. But before then, he was a nerd, and then he went to Ventura High School and was really cool. Had all the. Had all the hoes, with extra tatted. Everybody feared him. Everybody respected him. He was on the track so, team and shit. He whoa. was like randomly got cool. And, and then, then like worked. And then you rolled up. And I rolled up and joined the drama club. Oh. It was different. Like I tried the whole like sports thing uh, for a second. What's it's sports? actually really funny, man. Every they tried putting me in every sport. It's like stereotypes are are actually funny because they're so damn true. Like I went. I mean, they're not true, but it's just so true how true people think they are. Mm-hmm. Right. So I went to uh, – this is actually a really funny story. I went to the um, – sorry, I'm blanking. What do you call it? The high school. High school. No, no, no. Yeah, I went to school. Uh, <laughs> I went to school and uh, – nah, what, uh, counselor, like oh, – guidance, guidance counselor. counselor. Guidance counselor. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Like when you just first go to enrollment. Okay. When I went to the enrollment. Oh, they were playing office. taboo for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I ramble a lot. Uh, Let's do but, charades on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so I went to <laughs> start acting it out and just like wait my answer. I okay. went to, but anyways, yeah. wait, I went to enrollment. Don't tell the listeners what you're doing. Yeah, okay, sounds like. Huh. Yeah. I went to the enrollment office and literally they open up the conversation with, "So, you play any sports?" What? <laughs> I was like, "My God!" I was like, uh, "Kind of." Like, I was like, "I'm why not." Why do you say that? I, I know. Yeah. It, I mean, it was kind of funny, but. Me and my brother were literally expecting this. But we're so, such nerds yeah. that it was almost like we were about to transform into these jocks. <laughs> and that's at least what we thought we were going to do. It's like a movie. Yeah. But, yeah, they're like, so you play any sports? And I'm like, uh, not really. You know, I'm like, <laughs> just like, I guess I, I did play football in there, but I, I sucked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, not really. And they're like, sure, you don't like basketball? You never played basketball before? <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm trash at basketball. I was like, I actually really suck. They're like, really? I don't know. You should believe in yourself. Maybe you could turn out to yeah, be maybe something. maybe it's a confidence issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, I genuinely suck at basketball. You feel me? They're just like, well, try it. Try it for a couple of years. Literally. Yeah. No, they were get, They were trying to get me to like Here's sign uniform, on the dotted yeah. line. This like, is crazy. Like, you like, start I was, now. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it like damn near like Suge Knight was trying to sign me to a really forceful contract. Right. Yeah. That's right. what it felt like. Come to Ventura. Yeah, like, come on. You never played basketball. I know. <laughs> You might be good. Now it's just more like, like De Niro. It really is your white side. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Shit. Uh, <laughs> but now then they wanted. And then after that, I was like, uh, I kind of played football a little bit. They're like, football, cool for sure. You're gonna go talk to the coach right now. Bring the coach in to come talk to me. And he's like, so you play football, huh? And I was like, I in my head, I'm like, bro, you have no idea how tra- <laughs> you have no idea how trash I am. Like you are, <laughs> they are selling you right now. My God. He was like, come to Britain. So I ended up playing football for two years and sucking. So I tried doing the whole like sports thing. Wait, wait, but. what? What was it about their pitch that made you say like, yeah, right? I sh- I I will be on the no, football. No, it was just Kyle just can't say no. We I already heard that exactly. Yeah. So the haircut. I'm, I'm how taking, many L's did the football team? I'm getting take? haircuts by a 13 year old. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm in the enrollment office and they're like trying to make me sign up for sports, I'm probably going to do it. And so <laughs> I start playing football and. When you have you guys played football? Like for no, look at me, are you kidding no. me? Okay, I, so I, now I, I wanted to one play of football, us. but yeah, my parents were just like, nah. Yeah, good. bro. I wish my mom would have said the same thing, but she actually did. And <laughs> I, I just ignored her. But like, so you say no to your mom? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah sometimes, else. sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's hella just sometimes to my mom though. Um, but yeah, tried playing football, sucked at football. I was just getting beat up literally every day. Like, and I was like, this is shitty. And then slowly but surely, my nerdy side was calling to me from yeah. the corner. Hey, come join the drama club. Come on. Come fuck with us, bro. Hey, you know you're only 125 pounds, bro. There's no way you're about to rush for more than 20 yards a game, maybe. Maybe 35 on a good day. Meanwhile, all you could hear in your head was ringing. Yeah, meanwhile, all I heard was... <laughs> yeah, the extra super sus thing about football, too, is people don't know, like... When you're getting tackled and shit, all you hear is <laughs> it's just hell of people falling on you grunting. Like I'm like, this is not tight. This so, is not a game. This so, is pain and dudes breathing on me heavily and grunting at me. And as like, they forcefully fall on top of me. Let it me sucks. get into drama club. Yeah. And then my my awesome, beautiful teacher, Miss Rossiter, um, she like she just seen me in drama club. I was in there because I actually did do drama in this is all an awesome story. It's just hard to say it all. But Let's go. Actually, when I was in eighth grade, luckily, it's almost like roles reverse, really. It's like my nerdy side came to my middle school and was like, one day you're going to be doing shit like this. Don't worry. And then, like, the the wannabe jock star was like, no, nah, bro, you coming to Ventura and go be a football player. When I was in Northridge, everybody else wanted to play football, but these, uh, these theater people came yeah. and they started the first theater program. At, like, my middle school. Like, we had never had some shit like drama or fucking, like, acting or nothing. Yeah. And so they wanted to start it, but nobody else in the class wanted everybody. was like, bro, drama is so weak, bro. What are you doing, bro? Like, nobody wanted to do it. So I had to just write the whole play myself, and so I just gave myself the lead part. It was just like one big-ass monologue. Amazing. The it whole thing. like a Saved by the Bell episode. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, two random people show up, and they want you to just do this yeah, people in New York honk really aggressively. Yeah, yeah. there's Jesus. honking, there's um, Wait, oh, sirens. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thought he's still going. <laughs> 
Yo, that was like a 13 second honk. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Uh, my bad, but yeah, so they wanted me to do that, and I just gave myself the lead part. So that's kind of how I got into it. And so when I went out there, I also was really trying, in that enrollment pitch, I was really trying to tell them, I kind of like drama. I like, like, no, you're not going to be an artist. Shut up. You're going to be an athlete. You know what I mean? And so, anyways, Miss Rossiter saved my life because she made me really get into drama. And then I started noticing, wow, I just get to fuck around all day. This is really, this is my funnest class. I just get to come in here and make fun of shit. Yeah. I get to roast people for a class, and I get an A on it. Yeah. And, and that was drama. And then what What about the plays, though? Are you in plays? Are you, like, doing... Oh, in, in high school? Yeah. Oh, I was in mad plays. Like what? Did I you get to boyfriend? kiss the girl? I did. <laughs> on multiple occasions, yeah. actually. Twice. Twice. That is um, multiple. Yeah. <laughs> Both times, it was actually Claire, this my uh, my really good friend. Shout out to Claire. Claire Berge is actually Miss Rossiter's daughter. Whoa. And we always Hold had... Uh, nah, it's not that. It's just it's acting, and we always... <laughs> we always... <laughs> For some reason, got the same like you acted the like pair role. Yeah, yeah. yeah for we always me, had like the pair role. For me, love is acting anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, true. Yeah. Damn true. Love is really good acting on a consistent basis. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, how's that for an inspirational message for That's Instagram? Ah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, just picture me. Love is acting just on a consistent basis. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, God, they be honking out here. Uh, yeah. I had drama with. And I always did it with Claire, and I was in mad plays. Yeah, the boyfriend. I was. Uh, Were you the boyfriend? Nah, I was. <laughs> I was Bobby, the hip American from New York, because this was supposed to be set like in nineteen like twenties, and black people just wasn't maneuvering like that. So right. they had to make me the dude from America. Oh man, because um, it was set in France. Oh, but gotcha. uh, yeah, that would make more <laughs> sense. I was like the dude from America. I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's just basically what it was. They're like, we really want to put you in here, but you can't just be one of the random French people. Like, you got to be this dude. It sucks. But then I did hairspray, mm-hmm. and I got to be seaweed. You guys ever seen hairspray the movie? No, so uh, good. I saw the original one. Yo, yeah, amazing. And so is the musical. It's just like fire so i got to be seaweed and hairspray which is cool as hell mm-hmm. um i played scaly manor a uh, bum uh, just a homeless dude and like everybody in this play called uh the rhymers of eldridge okay uh and basically the rhymers of eldridge are just a bunch of liars you know they cover themselves in this gloss or whatever and i'm just scaly the bum that nobody likes but i always speak the truth <laughs> and i end up dying I, they shoot uh, me they shoot well, me in the end of that black, one so. yeah that's what happened it's like yeah. kind of fucked up when yeah. i think about it actually yeah. like everyone i'm either like it's like some stereotypical role and then that one yeah i got shot in the heart yeah, what the oh, fuck well, that's sort of romantic yeah. though yeah it definitely was it was romantic ending yeah. <laughs> and then the other dude uh my friend joe who actually uh is a really good actor um yeah he he played the the knight and shaman honor kind Knight in shining armor, kind yeah. of. But um, yeah, I did those, and those were really fun. And I also did just mad uh, improv group. Oh, you shit. did? Yeah, that's cool. Improv group is amazing. Yo, like, they did not have that at our high school. Yeah. No. Improv. What the hell is happening on the upper west? Side? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm it's kind of it's damn near hard to focus. Like somebody's <laughs> out there having a hon- Yo, like, honking battle. Like we had nothing ever happen. Like ever, there was never any noise outside until, until Jazz Cartier yeah, came over, Jazz was here. and then now it's like everybody. Oh, you guys had Jazz here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys know Jazz is like my real good homie. Oh, no, he's our dude. Talk about we it. are actually in a group text together called Hennessy Rivers, which is our <laughs> little collective. I'm with it. It's just a bunch of rappers who drink a lot of Hennessy. Who else is in this group chat? Cousin Stiz, yep. Buddy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You guys know yep. Buddy. Yeah, sure. And uh, Zini. And Zini's just a cultivator of all the Hennessy drinkers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's us, and we all just drink Man Hennessy. And, do you uh, do it together? No, nah, it's just it's just like kind of this unspoken truth that we know 
we're somewhere drinking Hennessy. You know what I mean? It's kind of like. Do you guys send pictures of each other like drinking Hennessy? Nah, they just send mad memes. Memes to each other. I could probably. I don't know. Strictly memes. People won't be able to see it. But, um. Yeah, we just met, uh, send mad memes of us drinking Henny. <laughs> That's sort of dope. We have one where we bully a guy. <laughs> wow. Just yeah. one dude? Yeah. We're so it's like, a group text with three people no, and no, two yeah. of them. It's, like, like, it's five or five six. Five of us, yeah. yeah. And, you, and there's one person that's in there strictly oh, to get no. bullied. No, that's no, no, no. nowhere near this. this oh. Yeah, 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 yeah no. It's, yeah. it's a like, private roast session. It's a private oh, roast yeah, session. For sure. Yeah. Okay. But, like, but you're not allowed to talk about anything else but that. It's, but like, how lame that guy is. Yeah. yeah, the group text is about <laughs> that dude. Yeah, it's so funny. And then sometimes, like, someone, like, adds something different. They're like, oh, Sean Spicer, do you see this, like, you know, press conference or whatever? And so it's like, this dude and a little bit of Sean Spicer. Spicer, like, oh, okay. Yeah. So you side-roast somebody, but it's yeah. the majority of this one guy. Then we yeah, got to yeah. change it back to the original thing. You know, yeah. we actually, I think I have one of those, too, but I can't name who the guy is. Oh, of course. But, but is, yeah. it, is it me? No, it, damn, actually. Is it Susan? <laughs> uh, nah, Susan, nah. I'm just, I scheduled a fight with Susan. I'm about to... I'm beating Susan's ass sometimes today. <laughs> she's 56. Just, she's yeah. 56, but she right. tried her best to give you a fade. And I know. You're mad. No, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just kidding. I would, I would never harm Susan. I'm, I'm completely lying. So, okay, you're getting ready to Susan graduate. Susan would probably whoop my ass to keep, it, to keep it all the way I mean, serious. she's got scissors. You're getting ready yeah. to graduate college or graduate high school. Yeah. Um. Do you know what you're going to do after high school? Yeah. What Man, was the plan? I had one of them really supportive families that were like uh, – Oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had one of them really supportive families that were kind of just lied to you a little bit. Like, you know, when your mom's like, oh, you know. Oh, oh you yeah. can do anything? You, yeah, you're going to go to the moon and build a hotel. Wait, and wait, you're wait. just like. Mom, oh. mom was lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, mom. Yeah, your mom's probably like. People oh, out damn. there, your moms are going to lie to you sometimes. <laughs> or you're probably going to have one of them stern ass moms who keeps it a thousand with you. But that kind of fucks you up, too. And you end up being a janitor. But um, <laughs> my mom would just always tell me, like. Just my whole family. So I was like, oh, you're going to be famous. Oh, yeah, Kyle's going to be famous. He's going to be a singer. Like, because I was just always singing. So yeah. I had no plan B. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what, like, I didn't even think about a plan B. I didn't think about college. I didn't think about nothing. I, I didn't even have a Twitter. And I was talking about, I'm going to just be famous. I'm well, going to be a singer. Like, so that was like the. You're walking the stage and you're like, oh. My graduate, let me t- my graduate, my yearbook quote is see you when I'm famous with hell, misspelled with hella exclamation points. That's so like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, that just shows you like, I promise that you, describes that whole thing. Mine was so forgettable. It was one of those things where it was like, oh, the deadline's coming up and I have to look in a book of quotes and find one. And like, wow. it was okay, but I so wish that it yeah. wasn't like that. Yeah. yeah it was awesome. Not, yeah. Mine's was deadline too. The, the, the person was actually standing over my shoulder like, you need to put something in now or we're going to pick it for you. And it was going to be like, go VHS or something like Cougar Pro. Or some oh. shit like that. Your school was VHS. Oh, yeah, VHS. Ventura High School. Yeah, Ventura High School. VHS though. Yeah, that, that's pretty Wait, cool. But oh, that is kind of tight. I never even thought of that. Yeah. I just oh, yeah, thought about that right now. You're so young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. You don't know what VHS. <laughs> if it was DVD VHS. or like yeah, uh, Blu-ray. Streaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Damn. Wait, streaming. what were you guys? What the the? We're the Cougars. The Ventura Cougars. Ventura Cougars. Susan's a Cougar. Susan is a Cougar. And the thing is, we kind of had a couple. You know, it was kind of Cougars in there. And the Cougars, not that they were trying to prey on kids because that's us, but they were just, we had some hot teachers. Okay. See you when I'm famous. See you when I'm famous. Did yeah. anybody take that like the wrong way and be like, yo, you arrogant son of a bitch? Everybody. Like. Well, I mean, because that's just my, my personality. I feel like is just like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't mean anything in a disrespectful way, but it's mm. just like my brain doesn't function. It doesn't let me contain myself. Right. Mm. I just say shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I say exactly how I'm feeling. And in the moment that's when like they asked me. Oh. What do you, I know? Kind of that's scary. When they were like, when they asked me, "What do you want to leave your class with?" 
What's wow. the last? What do you want them to know about I you going into the rest of your life? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going into the rest of your life, and I think about it. And I wanted to put this really poetic, like, deep saying. And then they were like, you need to, but do it in 10 seconds. And I was like, ah, see you when I'm famous. Misspelled hella exclamation points. Like, it just looks like I did it drunk. <laughs> like, 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 well, see you when I'm famous. Hennessy Rivers? Yeah. 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 Not, I wasn't Hennessy Rivers yet then. I was like Juicebox. McGee. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Ju- Wait, what was, your, what was your high school uh, senior photo like? Um, Me with the McDonald's lineup. Stop. Yeah, what? like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a fresh lineup. It's just me. I got the overgrown lineup, and I'm like, see when I'm famous. <laughs> Misspelled. Who's your, who's hella your screaming. Uh, man, it's just pickle. It's, it's gotta be the yeah. It's probably, it's probably gotta be the shape of my head or something. I'm no, notoriously don't, don't take it on bad. yourself. That's somebody else's fault. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I, really, it's it's your fault for not saying no. But it's somebody yeah, else's fault. That's what it is for sure. Now I, I remember uh, that day specifically. I was driving to the barbershop trying to get my hair cut hella quick and I didn't have enough time and I had to choose whether to skip the senior thing mm-hmm. or just do it with no haircut. And I was looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, if people make fun of my haircut, fuck them. I don't care. I'm going anyway. See you when I'm famous. See you when I'm famous. Misspelled. <laughs> and so I just went over there and did it in McDonald's lineup. See you when I'm famous. Now I'm, now I'm here. Legendary. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> all right. So you're walking across that stage and the goal is next to be famous. How do you get from that stage to being famous man well that process sorry that process actually damn i said bacon uh yeah <laughs> um yeah that process actually started in high school and now and that's what even made it funnier is like when i was in high school when i was uh 17 is when i bought my first i mean i've been rapping my entire life up until that point i was always trying to go do shows my dad would take me to all these like studios and shit in hollywood people Whoa. wouldn't fuck with me and i would just repeatedly do it over and over my entire life so you so, were like doing auditions and all that not it, yeah i did do i did like were you like dancing auditions? for like nickels and not, spinning <laughs> signs and yeah like, top hat <laughs> shit, like, <laughs> no, like no a, that was the character that he played in in, 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 in the, the, the rhymes of eldridge yeah. yeah where they shoot me in the heart and yeah shit. <laughs> that, that did really, you have like a snake and a hat i'm lying about the play that was just drawn off a real life story yeah it's Somebody shot me for doing a bad street performance. <laughs> yeah. um, it was, you know, backstory. He's a he's a method actor. I got uh, you. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I've been like working on trying to make music happen for a really, really long time. Wait, but you go to the studios. Your dad drops you off at the. He studio. drops me off at the studios, and just people are smoking weed, and it just be like, oh, I gotta record this kid. Come on, bro. Hurry up, bro. Like. That's the studio, of, like the whole studio from the movies is not like real, real studios in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and especially the ones I could afford to go to. These really small, shitty ones that was like my dad's homie that like they smoked weed together with. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's just a bunch of like people with broken dreams in these little shitty studios that are hot. So I mean, such the is vibe LA. is, not, yeah, <laughs> that's the real gritty. Like, I feel like I experienced the real grittiness of L.A. Mm-hmm. when I was like 13, 14 years old, having to go to these studios, getting dropped off by myself, and like trying to like be a rapper like the vibe in there is so like stressful and broken and hurt that like i kind of discovered i'm never going to make a good song here and it was weird i was a little kid and i knew like i'm talented i was like i knew i like can do this but i also knew i will never make nothing hot in here it's like i know dope shit i listened to the enthusiasm in a rapper's voice and i knew they didn't make that feeling like this Mm. there's no way and i didn't know where they made it or how they made it i just know 
they had to feel better in this when they were doing it. Because there's no way that they, they sound so cool yeah. and so happy and so good to be them. There's no way they stand in the room with people like, hurry up, bro. <laughs> Smoking hell is struggle weed. That's yeah. like, that's not, that's not the vibe. So when I was like 17 and I was in my last year of high school, I dropped this mixtape called Senior Year. Mm-hmm. And I bought Imaginative. My, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. I know. That's real creative. Yeah, I bought my, uh, yeah, when I was a senior. Yeah, like my senior Ellie, year of high school, so I dropped a mixtape called you. Senior yeah. Year. You're like Adele. Yeah, I know. 25, yeah. 26, exactly. 30. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, Come on. <laughs> retired. That's what I mean. Yeah. Get um, it. Goddamn. Uh, but when I was. What was I saying? You Senior year. Yeah. Seven, 17. I bought my own studio equipment because there was this dude I was working with named Ricky Andes, and he stopped wanting to work with me because he was kind of on that same type of shit. And I guess, like, artists need to know that, like, at least for me, like, I have kind of like a nasally, like, not the coolest voice. So I have to really learn to, sh- I have to do a lot to make it sound good on a song. Yo, you know what I mean? We should have a group chat, the three of us, yeah. with, like, nasally, like, annoying voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's harder for, it's like, we stand out on songs. But it's harder for us to get in that pocket and shit because our voice is like this loud ass instrument that's just out of tune. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it takes. I knew it was gonna take me mad time to develop my voice, and people producers just didn't want to take that time. So I was like, I need my own equipment. I'm not giving up. I'm gonna make my own shit. It's gonna be trash at first, but one day it will be good. And so in when I was 17, I started recording myself, and then I made this mixtape called Senior Year. And it was kind of hot. And then I I was passing it around high school. Free. Mm-hmm. Free, of course. Physical copies. Physical yeah. copies, yeah. You're burning boom, them boom, yourself? Boom. Burning them. My homie Mitch was burning them. My homie Mitch, shout out Mitch, he shot all my first videos and burned my first mixtape off his computer. His parents like, bought them. Labels on the on the, on the the CDs? Or Just Marker. Written? Just oh, Marker. Yeah. Those are real wow. yeah. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. And I used to go by the rap name KID. KID. KID, yeah. Terrible for uh, uh, searching online. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, super well, hard. Kyle was worse, but yeah. Well, so yeah. No, you know, <laughs> randomly, Kyle ended up working. KID was impossible. Yeah. But, um, so wait, so what did KID stand for? It stood for Kyle is Determined, but I always tried to keep it like this big-ass secret, like it was this really mysterious, deep thing, and it really well, wasn't. Well, who's KID? I know. Who's yeah. KID? Like, what does it mean? You're the handing out the mixtapes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, what's KID? And you're like, Kyle's Determined, and it's like, oh, wait. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, KID, I, I don't know. It means yeah. uh, kindness King is in, divinity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, what was I saying? Sorry, I blank a lot. Okay, no. Make, make my own mixtape. And then me and Mitch, randomly, and it's really weird to say, but like the first thing I ever did that like went viral or like got me cracking was I was actually cracking as KID kind of for a YouTube rapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like a couple videos with like a million views each on them. Oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah, no I know it's weird, yeah. but it's like I had to die and come back to life damn near. But right. um, what got that cracking is I covered this Drake song. Right. Headlines. Yeah. Headlines. Yeah. yeah. Heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That song. That little <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I covered that shit. I was just really good at like pimping the internet kind of, mm. you know what I mean? Just finding loopholes. being Buying like, views. Yeah. You know, <laughs> buying views, buying followers, you yeah. know. Fake flexing on the gram, yeah, shit yeah. like that. Kyle that, was that, determined. Kyle yeah. was determined to yeah. fake it till he made it. <laughs> That's what our group chat should be. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all just roasting me privately. <laughs> yeah, it's just me and Eric. You're yeah. not even in it. You you got got a it. little you bit of like Sean Spicer and, and like Sean and like Jason are in it too, yeah. and like all my homies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kyle is Kyle is determined. Is that what I was saying? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm senior uh, year finding loopholes yeah. in the internet. Yeah. So I'm like adding everybody. I would I would go. This is how much of the annoying rapper at the high school I was. No, uh, I, no, don't I, be that. Oh, guy. I was him. No, I embodied him one by one. 
Like I followed at two dope boys at not right. Oh no, but not to the blogs. I annoyed. Oh. I preyed on my my right the real fans. kids. Yeah, oh, the you people did. around me. Oh, like, okay, the kids yeah, at the high school. Yeah. Not mad like, at that. To be I, honest, what I did is I went on Facebook and I looked up every high school, like Buena High School. Buena sucks. I, I looked up like Buena High School and I added everybody that went to Buena High School as a friend on Facebook. And the Whoa. moment that they accepted it is when they messed up because I just started <laughs> spamming their shit with all my videos. And like half of them hated me, but I did it to Buena, yeah, I did it to I Oxnard, you, yeah. no. I did it to Santa Barbara, I, I did it to so St. Bonnie. Yeah. Like every mad people blocked me, mad people cussed me out, mad people just hated me. Posting on but, their timeline. Yeah, yeah, I posted hella shit on their timeline. The wall or whatever, and yeah. then. But all of them ended up knowing about me. Right. So I was the annoying rapper kid. And <laughs> I was passing out mixtapes and shit. And I said, see you when I'm famous for my... Oh, people probably were roasting me. I just didn't <laughs> know about it. But um, yeah, all that process kind of got my career going, though. Me, like, kind of just blatantly, like, with no reason believing in myself like that and just thinking I was this huge rapper... Uh, got me like my first initial fan base as KID, and it's weird. Some people don't know that Kyle is KID, but we sound the same. We, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yo, we you're are like the same KID's person. Flow. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, this guy's biting KID's flow, and I'm like, have you seen a fucking music video? We are the same nigga. Like, but but um, also, so when did uh, Super Duper Kyle come into the picture? So Super Duper was KID's like collective, and which is you, which is me, and yeah. Super Duper. <laughs> Yeah, I talk about KID. Yeah. <laughs> Super Duper was my, like, um, it was my first mixtape, too. Mm. Well, there was senior year Bro. and all that shit, but my first, like, I had this concept album for this mixtape, and it was going to be this really trash pop mixtape over 80s beats. Mm. And me and my friend Dave Kappa made it together. That's cool. Yeah. Don't listen to it, oh, though. All right. Okay. It's cool in theory. Cool in theory. Yeah. Now, and it was really awesome because it was my first time experimenting, and, like, I randomly will make, like, a really like kind of like pop sounding song now or I'll like do some weird artsy like singing shit where I'm just like just doing some weird shit and I only do it because I made that that mixtape mm -hmm. um but uh yeah and so that's where Su super duper was always around yeah so my twitter name was still super duper kyle right back then yeah even when I was KID it was super duper kyle but um this and is so confusing yeah, very I know confusing. and yeah. the way I explain it is hella confusing <laughs> yeah too. Cause I'd just be rambling. But, so, uh, but you're out there pushing. Y'all should damn near cut this podcast together and make it make sense. Like, just I know we're it. not it's airing just, any of this. All gonna be <laughs> uh, sirens, <laughs> like just horns, horns. Yeah. But okay, so you're passing out mixtapes and you're recording regularly. Yeah. Do you have a job? Yeah. At the time, where are you working? I work first. I worked at Vans for hella long, and then I worked as a gas meter reader. I worked. I worked for the gas company. Door to door. Door to door. Backyard to backyard. Oh my god. And it was meeting <laughs> a lot of people. I mean, not. I didn't meet no people. You I met. I met mixtapes. Then like, that's what I'm saying. I, I met zero people. I met hella dogs. And they don't <laughs> want nothing to do with mixtapes. They strictly want to bite you in the ass. <laughs> so I spent all day dodging dogs, like literally hurdling fences, getting bit on the leg. What's I, that all? Ideally, like you're just supposed to go and like fucking read the meter, right? Supposed down. to go read the meter, right? Punch it into this little like big ass brick like, yeah. device, right? But I'd have to like go into. Um, I'd have to go into backyards so often because the meter is always in the backyard yeah. and it'll tell you like the like, ship will literally read like scary ass dog back here. Like don't go in there. Really? You, they have like, uh, like has notes. Messages. Yeah. They have notes for each thing. It'll be like big ass Rottweiler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rottweiler's name is fuzzy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fuzzy likes 
certain shit like Yo, salami. Yo, the last uh, gas guy really, yeah, really cased out the joint. Oh, they do, bro, because you will literally, you can really get hurt doing this shit, like seriously hurt. So, I would, yeah, I was dodging dogs, stepping in dog shit all day, and I would come home and make these happy ass raps, and that was like my day to day thing. And Crazy. then I met DJ Carnage. Yeah. Um, Early Carnage is like the best A&R in the game, by the way. He mm-hmm. meet, he literally knew about McConan in like 2012. Yeah, he knew about me first when I was still stepping in dog shit. Wait, you or KID? KID. Or... <laughs> he knew about, he knew about KID. Okay, cool guy. And because he had met my uh, manager and, and longtime friend Nolan, mm-hmm. and Carnage met me and brought me out to LA, and that's kind of how I got started doing everything as Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made the song called "Keep It Real" with Carnage, and that was like. I'm giving y'all the whole story. That was like the whole transition. High school, senior year, dropping my own mixtapes. The dogs, yeah. Make super duper dog, dodge dog shit, meet DJ Carnage. Wow. And then drop Keep It Real. And that kind of like was a resurgence of like my next like, you know what I'm saying? Like viral, quote unquote, piece of content. But did you feel like you had fallen off from when Headlines dropped to that point? No, I think the Ascension was like pretty solid. It was was, pretty solid. But I'm just saying it's weird because... People, like, I brought a small amount of the KID fan base over, but, like, if you check tweets or if I tweet, like, a KID song, like, probably, I, I would say, like, I feel like 15% of my fan base knows about the KID thing, and the rest of them see me as Kyle. And it's so weird because the K, the KID shit, not the, I'm not saying it was cracking or not, um, mm. but the KID shit, I had, like, a million views on, like, multiple videos. Yeah. I, like, kind of already had a career yeah. going. And then I just put that on pause and did this, and none of these people came with me. Right. So today, you know? if you perform, how many KID songs do you pull out of the vault just for, like, Sometimes, those fans who fuck with it? Like, yeah, it's, like, every once in a while. Um, You'll just do headlines and be like... <laughs> and now, I've actually never... I've yet. never performed headlines, and I don't think I will, <laughs> but I'll do this this song. Uh, I did Lemonade. I used, I used to do this Lemonade cover. Um because I, I saw Super Duba Lemonade by Big Sean and that, right. you know what I'm saying? Which is amazing. Only made sense. Yeah, right. yeah. And then I do, uh, that's a really good song, is by it, the way. So good. I've got to be really honest here. I'm being very vulnerable right so now. Yeah, vulnerable. be vulnerable. Is by the way, is it okay if he takes photos or oh, not? No, not no, now. No, no. Oh, okay. no, my no, face no, out. No, no. I, just want, um, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. 42 minutes in, no, don't do it. <laughs> um, huh. I, I think I like the Sean version better than the Gucci version. Pier- I mean, you have to, I'm, I totally agree with you. Group chat? Yeah, okay, let's good. say let's say let's not say this on air. <laughs> nah, uh, I mean obviously you have to give all the credit to Gucci Mane because he originated it. But yeah. the Big Sean version is definitely my favorite. Version. Amazing! It's like the most amount of bars I'd ever heard fit into a song. It's so good. Period. The one where he's like, I just give him line after line, line after, after line, line yeah. after line after line after line. Barcode. Bar like, <laughs> Jesus. Amazing. Like I'd never heard that amount of bars. So that made me want to do that, and I did like this four minute song to Lemonade. And I'll perform that every now and then, and majority of people won't get it. And then I'll do this one called Lexicon. That was the last KID song. Yeah. So it, like, crossed over the most. So, like, some people still know that. And they think, oh, if you know Lexicon, you know everything about KID, even though it's, like, two years into me being right. KID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, where do you think your most diehard fans come from? Man. Oxnard. Uh, uh, for sure. Oxnard, <laughs> hey, the thing is, y'all don't know, Oxnard is hip-hop as fuck. Like, really? Oxnard is so hip-hop, bro. Like, you know Madlib is from Oxnard. No. You didn't know that? No. No. Yeah. Now we do. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there. Facts. Yeah. That, like, explains it. Like, yeah. that's enough. Right. Yeah. Like, Oxnard. Have you like, ever met him? No, nah, I've never met him. All right, well. <laughs> I mean, he's just so legendary. Yeah. And if he's not from Oxnard, he's definitely lived there before. 
like, I don't want like some hip hop years to be like, actually, he was born in here, right? Yeah. And he was Listen, transported you're here, Ridge or you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes um, to the in and out by the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like Anderson was always uh, playing bars and shit, like in Ventura. Oh, really? Like, yeah. When I was like, when I was growing up, like he's older than me, so he was already like doing all that stuff. But like, he was around there, so it's like. 805 randomly has mad talented so, people. So, wait, did you take every gig that was available to you? Or are you just going yes. to like every stage? Oh, my God. If you, if you like, flipped your coffee tape, if you had, like, some boxes you could stack together. You were there. And, like, yeah. And you got you gave me, like, a little cup I could, like, <laughs> amplify my voice with. <laughs> I was like a horrible gig. <laughs> yeah, I've done some really shitty gigs before. What's like, your worst one? Ah, man. I have to say the absolute worst gig I ever did. When I was in high school, I was doing this shit called the school tour, which is really just like kind of like imagine it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, it's almost like you were paid it by the you know, It wasn't my tour though. I mean, it, it was like wasn't my conceptualized thing. I had to pay money. I had to pay like a thousand some dollars. Already terrible. Yeah, <laughs> to get on this tour mm-hmm. where they went around to mad like schools and you got to perform at like an assembly. So it was kind of cool. Uh, at least for the time, but did you then they also like, did super. Don't smoke cigarettes, like they're bad. Nah, <laughs> never. What? Oh my god, are you kidding me? My favorite rapper was Jadakiss. <laughs> no, yeah. I was on some whole other shit, but um, I did a uh, the worst show by far. They were also very janky, it's like very janky promoters. So they just pulled up outside this shoe store called Shoe City. And Imagine name. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yo, California, we really gotta <laughs> figure it out. But yeah, we're outside of Shoe City. And literally, there was just like ten angry people waiting to get inside of Shoe City that had to listen to me rap, and I was just like standing eye level with them, like damn near. And it was like almost like on a slope, so they were like damn near like a little bit taller than me, and I just had to like rap to them, like no microphone. I just like played a song. Yeah, so I'm out in front of Shoe City rapping, and y'all don't give a shit. And that was like. Definitely by far the worst gig. That's one of the. I just felt like I was going to get punched the whole time. I felt threatened. I felt like at some point in time, somebody's going to sleep me. Like, (laughs) I was just waiting for it. I was more preparing, like, for a fight (laughs) than I was. I, like, rapped with my hands up. (laughs) Like, not because I was a part of the swag, just strictly because I felt. Someone the just danger wanted a coming. fucking shoe on the shelf. And yeah, like in the way. I'm just in the way, and they weren't allowed to go inside until I was bars. done. Bars. Yeah, giving them all these bars that I they hope, weren't. I hope the ride after that wasn't like terrible. Like going home, just like what the fuck. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, nah, because then again, my mom was just like, "You did so good," and I'm just like, "Yeah, mom, I avoided death. I guess that was great." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're bubbling. You're doing crazy views online. Yeah. When is when is the point where you feel like things just like escalated like a hockey stick? Like- I think it was de- it was definitely when I moved to L.A. I moved to downtown, and me and Carnage were roommates. Me downtown Car- L.A., yeah, which downtown is LA. having a resurgence and like people. Really oh yeah, down but there. yo, I lived on Skid Row. Oh yeah, yo. me. And- <laughs> I was on Skid yo, Row. I believe it's called Little Tokyo. No, no, not no, Little Tokyo right was there. the nice part. I was mm-hmm. literally on Skid Row. Like, you know, mo- most people, it's like, oh, I live next to Skid Row, and they live in Little Tokyo. Right. Or they live down on, like, 12th. Mm-hmm. Like, I lived on 7th. 7th oh. in San Pedro. Yo, listen. Where like, you, if y'all like, know what I'm talking don't about. Don't leave like, your no. car. Yeah. Yo, we, so we have, a, we, have, we have some friends who live down uh, in downtown, right? Yeah. So, and we were, we were staying in, like, um, I don't know, somewhere in. Uh, the West Side? What's that? 
Westside Fairfax. No, yeah, it were, we, yeah, we were staying uh, over at, uh, in the Fairfax area, and so we get in the car late one night, and we, we were gonna drive down to go see our friends downtown. Yeah, and we get on the highway, and like we listened, we just you know we're huge like just hip hop guys, so uh-huh. we, but and we listened to all the hip hop we had like on our phones back then, right? Yeah, this is before like Spotify or whatever, and so we've gone through everything. We're just like let's listen to something different. So we throw on Hall and Oates, right? And wow. we're going through all Hall and Oates, speeding down the highway, windows down, windows yeah. down, right? Enjoying y'all are ourselves. Really, y'all are really singing in it. like fucking yeah. rich girl and and whatever, right? Uh-huh. And we're just going, <laughs> and then we get and we pull off. Yeah, we pull off the highway and we get onto uh, whatever that was like first or whatever. Yeah, and we're driving past. Like and y'all all went these into tents. the shit. Yeah, but like the windows are down and we're playing private eyes. Yeah, and we're just like turning it like way down. Yeah. Like, y'all are like, saying, oh. rob me. Please, <laughs> rob us. Come. We're, like, we're like waving. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fam, they hate that shit too. They do not want you waving at them. No, 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 we were not. They don't want sure you was fil- not waving. Okay, they don't yeah. want you waving at them. They don't want you filming them. They don't want you like trying to get their attention. They don't right. want you to take a picture of them. Like, this, like, this is the real shit, bro. Yeah. Like, but for we, real, you were we living damn near, down there. I lived on 7th and San Pedro. 7th and San... Well, 8th... Be on the block of 8th and 7th, San Pedro. Did your family know this? Yeah. Man. Well, see, the, and the thing is, I went out... I'm like, I'm about to go work with Carnage. I'm about to go live with Carnage. Like, I'm about to be on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then reality set in once again. And I was in this apartment with me, uh, DJ Carnage, this dude named CP, he's an amazing singer. He's actually from New York. He was a part of this group a long time ago called One Room. And mm. you guys probably don't know who that is. Mm. But, yeah. I it, thought One Room was the living situation with you and Carnage. With me and Carnage, yeah. 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 Nah, you know, we have four rooms. <laughs> but it was still in the trap. Wait, what had, what had Carnage done up to that point? He had just done Big Spender. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like I'm revealing too much about Carnage's life down here, but yeah, he had oh. just done he had just done Big Spender, mm-hmm. and uh, that was like his thing at the time. And I remember him telling me he was always telling me like he had been making like dubstep stuff or just house EDM stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is before EDM was like a thing, thing yeah. like a big ass thing, mm-hmm. or it was a big thing. But you know, what I mean, before it was what it is now. And I was everybody was just like, ugh, why are you making EDM music? Ugh. And he's like, you guys are dumbasses. Like, watch, this shit about to pop off, and I'm about to be a fucking millionaire. And he was like, really saying that. And yeah. lo and behold, see you when it I'm famous. Really happened. Yeah. <laughs> he see, yeah, he did a see you when I'm famous to us, just with house songs and shit. So I remember he was always playing me that stuff. Um, but yeah, I lived with him, and he like kind of put me under his wing, under the wing in Skid Row. Yeah, uh, and he made Keep It Real. And that's when I made Silver Platter, and I made all these like first big songs. Well, like big songs is like Kyle, as, right, like the, right. you know, under a new name. And like, uh, I feel like that is when I really saw my career just become a serious thing. Is when I left home, yeah, went into the thick of it. Yeah, would wake up every day to a dude taking a man dump like in front of my. I've walked out like from my first breath of fresh air of the day and just seen like oh Skid Row, sure, like dude really just taking a man dump, like yeah. full man shit. Animal shit, two different things, two different sizes, two different smells, two different textures. It's like, yeah, you've really, really had horrific. some shit, yeah, yeah, bro. I've seen people like, wait, just what's worse, sticking needles in their toes? What's and, a worse smell, that shit or the the terrible weed from those studios you went to in Hollywood? Man, probably the weed because that shit smelled <laughs> just like broken dreams, like <laughs> so, and that shit hurts a little bit to smell. You, ah, I need to damn near go cry. Real so, quick. but but this recording situation, were were you? Did you have a setup in the apartment? Uh. 
No, I didn't have a setup. That's that gets deeper. That that happens when smile starts happening. But that's my second project. Mm-hmm. But um, now me and Carnage both both worked with his management company called Indie Pop, mm-hmm. and so that's initially why I moved because Car- I was working. With, I was living with Carnage, working with Carnage first, and then Carnage was uh. His managers were Indie Pop. This is a management company. He got me the same thing with Indie Pop. So they had a studio that was a block up, like when it got okay, where right. it wasn't like scary that much anymore. Yeah. And so that's why I recorded all that stuff. And yeah, that was like the first time I'd been in like a nice quality studio, really. Mm-hmm. I, I Actually, I worked with Ted and Oxnard, who had a fire studio. Shout out, Ted. I love you. But Oxnard, was, Oxnard, yeah. Oxnard, Oxnard's hip hop is hell, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you. Like, if Anderson Pack and Mad Lib aren't enough to be like Oxnard is hip hop is shit, like, um, I mean, I'm not gonna be the one that's like Oxnard is not hip hop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. No Oxnard, no. <laughs> but um, yeah. Come to Westchester, bro. Uh, bro, you fucking kidding me, bro? Come to Pennsylvania. Or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, I'm rambling. Uh, Carnage. Yeah, we worked at Indie Pop, which was a, a block up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where I made my first. That's where I made Beautiful Loser, and that was the first time I felt like, wow, I'm like taking time to really like make something not trash you know what i mean yeah that's where i felt like okay this is this is real now you know what i mean i felt like i'm finally taking this serious beyond the point of just being in my grandma's living room yeah and like i felt like that's the first time like as a songwriter as the beats i got i just felt like wow i'm actually making quality music now i didn't think i was the greatest in the world but i was like i'm making comparable music now yeah, right. yeah. and so that was like a really serious like time that's awesome yeah, beautiful loser era. Yeah, how was that? Wait, so when was I'm I'm getting like all mixed up in terms. of... I know because I mix shit up. Like sometimes no, okay. I'm. It's like certain days I'm really concise and I can boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and the other days I just start going. Oh, when I was a child. Well, no, I but this, this this is actually on me because when did you uh you you did a song with Kaylani? Um, yeah. When was that? Is that, that this was, era? Yeah, that was recorded on Skid Row too. Okay. Yeah, Lonnie. I was um. She came through. She or? came through. Yeah, wow. the crib. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's so after Beautiful Loser, mm. um, the office that I was working at, they started having way more like they started renting their studios out and shit. The mm. the management company, so I didn't have the studio like that. So I had to then move the studio equipment to my living room in Skid Row, which had terrible acoustics. <laughs> and me and uh, that's where I just met Lonnie around that time too, like 2013, 2014. And um, I met I her through eat. my my homie Zini. Okay. She was friends with Zini, and she. She had like a song. She had one song out. Um, it was about summer, and it was fire. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I never met her before. But I remember. I remember the night I met her was at Zini's house. He had like a party, and she was just sitting there looking cool as hell. And he's like, "Yo, this is my homie Kehlani." I was like, "Oh, what's up?" And she was mad chill. Yeah. Was like, "Oh, you're super chill. Like, you hella easy to talk to." And we just became like kind of friends. Yeah. Through that, and I felt like we just like kind of clicked as people. There was just something about us in that moment in time, like where she was at with her career and where I was at with my career and just yeah. us as people and what we wanted to do. Even though we do two totally types of different music, we just like connected. And so that's how we became friends. And then, yeah, she pulled up to Skid Row, bro, and like blew my mind mm-hmm. with how fire of a songwriter she is, mm-hmm. how great of a singer she is, and how fast she does this shit. Well, how fast like, was it? Hella fast. Yeah. Oh, my God. She'll yeah. write fire. She doesn't... You know, like, most people can freestyle a mumble rap, like, yeah. hella quick, and it's just like, oh, it's a tight song. Like, she's doing this, like, you know what I'm saying, this superstar quality shit, these real deep songs, like, boom. Yeah. Like, writes it, boom, right then and there. Sorry, Mom. Okay. Gotta call you back, Mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, but she does these these things, like, mad fast. And uh, and I was just blown away. I was like, oh, my God, you're incredible. And I was, I was just like, you know you're gonna be mad famous. Like, 
hella soon. See you, see you in New York. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, hella soon you're about to be out of here. And Did you feel the same way about G-Eazy? Yeah, but see, the thing is, when I met, and see, that's, an, well, I skipped that whole portion, too. Uh, so, Carnage and G-Eazy have been homies forever. Mm-hmm. And so, I remember the first show I did when I was in L.A. is I opened up for G-Eazy at the Roxy. They let me open up. Because I just met, I met G through Carnage, and he was super cool, too. But I kind of met G on the beginning of his rise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like um, before he was James Dean. Before he now nah, he had, he was already James. He was already doing the James Dean swag. Mm-hmm. He had been doing that, but before he turned James Dean superstar level, yeah, that's when I right. first met so, him. But after he was white, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly, exactly. When he had just turned white, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I met him. I met him just right around then. You knew a lot of GEZs when he moved to Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Ventura had Matt. Now nah, see the difference is Ventura had. This is why Ventura had no G Eazy's is because Ventura has no black people. Right. And G Eazy grew up around black people because yeah, he's from yeah, the Bay. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, they had no clue. Like, when I got to Ventura, bro, they were bumping Tupac like it was brand new. Right. I swear well, to God. Not even on a nostalgic. No, but you were there in 1993, so it was like <laughs> yeah, very good. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, nah, not even in the. This is not, bro. This is like 2008. Nah, yeah. This is like not even a nostalgic way. It's not like, oh, I bumped Tupac because it's like, oh my God, have you heard of rap? And I'm just like. <laughs> Jesus, y'all are <laughs> laid out here. So, um, <laughs> but um, Wait, but yeah. What, what were, sorry to go back to that. What were you like listening to when everybody else was listening to Tupac? Man, I was. You know, the thing is, I was from Northridge, like was a suburb of L.A. So this is fresh in the jerking era. So mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I was New slapping boys. New Boys. Well, even deeper than that, I was slapping YG. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all don't know, but YG stems from the jerking. Yeah, movie. No, 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 yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I was slapping YG in like two thousand. Oh, you do? Yeah, you do know. You yeah, do know. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Usually people just don't know that side of YG. They right, don't know yeah. I'm your pusher, and they don't know fuck it up, girl. Go right. on, fuck it up, girl. Right. You know they don't know all these classic songs. Yeah. So I was listening to him. I was listening to New Boys. I was listening to uh, just uh, you know Cliff Savage. I was listening to a lot of just See, this LA for me. Yeah, a lot of this yeah. LA music at the time. Um, and so I came out there playing. That I literally, my brother showed people in Ventura what the reject was, which is the jerking dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. had seen it before. Like, we literally introduced all that. So we were kind of cool as hell like out there. Yeah, your brother with the tattoos. Yeah, he time. got yeah. tats. He yeah. started yeah. showing people how to yeah. dance. <laughs> he turned into, like, the dude. Um, What's his name? Chris. Shout or, out to Chris. Or it's Ugly. Shout, ugly is actually. Ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's his rap name. I'm telling you, bro, in, like, southern houses, you get midwestern houses, you get named. What a fast. bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of brought that upon himself, though. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm uniquely gifted living young. Uh, here we go. And we're like, all right, for sure. Ugly. And I was KID. Yeah. <laughs> that was my follow-up. And KID, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I very forgot where I was at. Yeah, <laughs> no. very, very complicated. Well, thing. we were talking about uh, uh, Kehlani. We were talking about um, G-Eazy. g but, like, so, um, so, so. Oh yeah, G, my bad. No, no, no you, you actually you ask a question because I will just ramble. Please <laughs> no. ask me something specific so I can just answer that. <laughs> no, I was gonna say so like, um, you know, so you link up with Kaylani, um, you guys shoot the video. Mm-hmm. How was that to shoot the video with her? It was awesome. Oh my god, because uh, my friend Brick, who's actually my like DJ, he's actually like one of my like main photographers. He's uh, and he makes mad beats. Hold on. Too. DJ, DJ, photographer. photographer. This is a real Renaissance man. No, what's he great at though? Yeah. That's the thing. He Brick says he's he's a uh, he says he's good at cutting everything. Yeah. He, yeah. Now he says he's good. At, his whole his whole phrase. He always says he's like great at everything, but he's a master at none. Okay. That's that's yeah. what he says. So right. he says he wants to master some, but now nah, he's literally a really good DJ, really good photographer. 
um, a really good producer, and he be rapping and shit too. Oh shit! But um, yeah, me and Brick, we uh, oh he direct and the video director. He directed that video. Him and this dude named uh, James McLeod. They actually both shot Kehlani's album cover recently. Oh man! Oh the yeah. Texas Sweet Savage. Yeah, they Whoa. shot that. So That's them dope. two, they directed the yeah. music video. Oh, they do do a good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. now nah, they're good. Now nah, they're raw. Uh, so yeah, they directed that and. She was just so chill. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, when you get to know her mad much, you're just like, wow, I can't believe somebody, like, that talented and just looks that amazing, too. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, um, like I can't believe somebody like you is not a mean person. Like, you're so nice. Right. You know what I mean? Um, or not even mean, but just not cocky. None of that. She's just, like, really nice. Where were you when you found out that you were on the Rap Caviar playlist on uh, on Spotify? I can't remember. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, my bad. I would, that that sounds assholeish. No, I totally remember. We were freaking out. I was actually at. I was in the studio with Ao when we found out that that song had just got added to it. And it got added like number three. They like blessed us. Oh yeah. They put us like right there. Yeah. And I remember being like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like we got put right in the spotlight of it. And tangibly. Uh, what does that mean for your career? Like, what did being on that playlist do for you? Man, I think, like, it's hard for me to gauge, but I would say, like, damn near everything. Yeah. For the song, if we're going to talk about the song specifically, yeah. I feel like it kind of did, I don't know, it kind of did everything, really. Like, it put so much attention on it. It put so much attention on such a weird song. A song that starts off, what's wrong, Kyle? Yeah. Man, yeah. No, yeah wait, man, these whose idea was it to do that intro? It, it was mine, but Boat does that, too. If mm. you guys, the, the first Boat mixtape, he does that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so... And I always love theater, you know what I'm right. saying? I always love theater and acting and just doing dialogue and monologues and shit. And I actually do that in a lot of my early mixtapes. Super Duper, which you're, I don't want you to listen to. Oh, right. It's uh, fine. I right. won't. Yeah. <laughs> well, ha it, has, it has all these, like, intros and shit where I pretend to be this, like, host. Mm -hmm. I pretend to be, like, this this talk show host and yeah, shit. right. And so I, I just do that. Well, okay. So um, in terms of scripting that out, because I assume it was scripted. Unscripted. Unscripted. Freestyled six times till we got it six right. Six times. Took improv classes yeah. in high school. Yeah. Unscripted. You can't script that, bro. Yeah. I can't remember a time <laughs> I was goddamn wrong. You think somebody writes that down? That well, comes from the soul. To like, be fair, I don't think that Yachty writes anything. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, damn near not. He didn't. He damn near didn't write the second half of his verse. He just started punching it in. You also do a very good Yachty. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I try to give really good impressions, but I don't break them out until I'm, I'm good at them. I'm working I'm on 50 cent one now but you can't get a preview so i'm sure because you've been doing a lot of press i'm sure that everybody asks you about the oprah selfie yeah right okay so my actually I don't, no nobody's asked me that yet oh well, yeah. well that's crazy to me so i do want to hear about the oprah selfie but okay okay i did see that you uh you you took a picture of um you with the camera yeah but that camera looks very complicated to handle with one hand no so my question is was it actually a selfie or did somebody take a picture with you and oprah it was actually a selfie stick it's actually, we put that big-ass camera on a really, like, it's like a... You did a selfie stick with Oprah. Yeah, selfie stick with Oprah. It's like a big-ass sword. Mm -hmm. And when I... Uh, oh, no, I'm familiar with what a selfie stick is. Yeah, no, no, no. But I this, lived this, through 2015. No, this, this one is literally a sword. <laughs> and when I say a magic, some magic secret word I can't tell you, it mm. just, like, can, like, extend or, like, get shorter and shit. Mm -hmm. So I randomly had that conveniently on me, and I broke that out. And you that, have a and that's sword that, happened. that can... <laughs> a sword that extends with magic... Yeah, Eric, hey, don't believe don't me if you don't anything? want. Yeah, I know. God, read a been, read a book. God, don't um, you guys have Amazon? Did you yeah. buy shit online? Look it up. So wait, so how do you get uh, near Oprah? Um, you know, I'm a nice guy. Uh, you know, I you feel know like I'm a charmer. I feel like I can just kind of <laughs> yeah. like, 
I feel like I can just kind of like, um, you know, talk my way into a room. But what room, like, where were you guys? So it was me, Oprah, mad other famous people I can't talk about. But, um, yeah, at an undisclosed location I can't mention. (laughs) And, um, yeah, there was was one security guard. (laughs) It was actually, nah, it was close. It was nearby, but it wasn't over there. There was one security guard that I had to, um, I had to, like, uh, rap the greatest rap that's ever been written to. But I can't, I can't rap that to you either because I had to sign a, a NDA. A NDA yeah. yeah, so it's just a real, it's a story I can't really explain. But just know it, it happened and I prevailed. So, but this did it actually happen? Like I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's that's the whole point. That's what I kind of want to leave leave you gotcha. with that. So you know, yeah. well, if you can imagine, yeah. It was you crazy. Even magic <laughs> in a young boy's heart who just tried to get a selfie with Oprah somewhere. Magic. That's pretty good too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Wait. Thank you. So Thank you, you love Jadakiss. Can you do a Jadakiss laugh? <laughs> nah, I can't really. Nah, I, I'm gonna keep it solid. Nobody but Jadakiss can do a Jadakiss right. laugh. It's damn near blasphemous to attempt one. Right. I'm yeah. sorry, Jadakiss. Right. I apologize, bro. <laughs> but, we'll um, we'll edit that my, out and put. That's some, my like, favorite rapper. Yo, Jay's, yeah. Jay's the man. Top of the food chain. It's just the way that I do things. The dungaree seats in the blue range. I'm working with new change. A Gemini nigga with moose swings. Had the fiends looking for new things. I stopped playing with birds and started playing with words. The money wasn't right, so I had to stay on the curb and I'll be a player later. But for now, call me Poolade Kiss. If not that, Mong Tega Jada. I kick hard balls and blow hard weed and be everywhere because I move like all Steve. And my aim is to make y'all bleed. Y'all got embarrassed in the class when the teacher used to make y'all read. Uh huh. Mind over matter. And that's all good, but Fuck that, my new shit is spine over bladder. And everybody trying to get to the top. And that's all good too. But right now I'm on the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yo. but now do YG jerking face. <laughs> uh, I got you. I'm your pusher. Stop acting bougie. Now she wanna fuck me in the jacuzzi. She heard him ex writer. She wanna make a movie. I murdered that shit. Rest in peace to her coochie. I'm with T Y dollar sign H and A Z. And you know them doodle mamas drive me crazy. I mean this when I say this. I'll fuck you, then pay me. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. Toot toot. She wanna run a train, so I wrote it like a choo choo. AYG, how you doing? I say su whoop. Pushes motherfucker and it's tatted on me. And I don't fuck with rat bitches. They might rat on me. And I'll never know rat, but I'm out for the cheese. Uh, some, 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 and I do it ease. Hey, I heard you, YG. How you doing? Yeah, walk through. And plus, I'm shitting on every nigga you talk to. Yo, push. I'm yo, push. It's- All right, now, it now, goes back. It now goes do back. the KID stuff you don't want us to hear. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Uh. Yo, Kyle. That can't happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would do it, but it, it can't happen. Congratulations on everything. Congratulations Thank you, on a, Thank a, you. an amazing career that uh, has very little uh, L's in it, you know? Yeah. 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 Man, Only, you know what? Well, there's two in hella. L's. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, L's are how you, they're, they're just about how you interpret it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Anything can, you can make anything an L or you can make anything a dub. Well, you know apparently, I mean? yeah, but you, you can't make a second L if you're L's kid. <laughs> Man, that just went <laughs> right over the dome. I didn't. Yeah. Whoo. Same with the thirteen-year-old barber. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true, true. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> Brought it back. Full Thanks. circle. Thanks so much for coming. Oh, thank you, thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. We're doing a hug. You just can't see. <laughs> there we go. Woo. Appreciate you. 
Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of A Waste of Time with It's the Real Jeff. If people want to find out more about us, if people want to find out more about this podcast, where the hell can they go? You can always go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. You can also go on iTunes and search for A Waste of Time with It's the Real. We are trying to get on Stitcher. We are trying to get on Spotify. So we're working that out with the Loudspeakers Network guys. Shout out to them. Twitter at It's the Real. Facebook at It's the Real. Instagram at It's the Real. On Snapchat, it gets a little bit trickier. We are not It's the Real because It's the Real was taken. So we are It's It's the Real and It's the Real Eric. If you leave comments, if you rate us, if you tell friends about this podcast, we don't get to be an underground, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm tired of being underrated still. Yeah, we run into people. uh, And by the way, shout out to everybody who I've run into on the train this week. I've run into outside clubs uh, at our at our supermarket across the street. People were like, "I fuck with the podcast." Well, here's the thing: let's get other people to fuck with the podcast. So, go to iTunes and leave a comment for us. Leave a rating and tell your friends about it. And listen, we know it starts with us, so that's why we like to shout people out. Shout out to Felby, by the way, who said that the shout outs really work. Zach Felber out there, out in LA. Jeff, who do you want to shout out? I want to shout out a bunch of people. Let's so go. I want to shout out Camber Weiss, who is now living in Utah, of all places. Utah. And I told him to hang out with another one of our fans who uh, lives out there, Emily Estevez, and also Jake uh, O'Connor, her shout brother. Out to them. I want to shout out the PSA podcast. Okay. From Brooklyn. Okay, so uh, I went to Katie McGuire's birthday. Happy birthday to Happy her. Happy birthday. And I get there, and this guy comes over, and he's just like, yo, I didn't know anything about, like, what the night at SOBs was going to be like, but I was just, like, I was blown away. Like, I, I had a really good time. All awesome. that, you know, only good stuff. Great. And then he says, yeah, I do this thing called the PSA Podcast. And I was like, oh. Like, record scratch. Yeah, I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, I just just listen to the PSA podcast I, and I, I've seen a bunch of people like talking about it yeah like people who are who have been on our podcast like we had um, like they had Jersey Jinx on mm-hmm. um, and they've had a bunch of other people in the New York scene who have been on and I'm yeah. like wow that's cool another emerging podcast let's do it but the reason that I really know it is because they talked about our show and this guy really loved it but his co-host said that it was gentrification of Brooklyn on stage. And so I was like, listen. is that you or is that your co-host? Listen, we are the Upper West Side. Yeah, like if I'm going to gentrify anything, about? it's already been gentrified. <laughs> so he was awesome. I had a good time talking to him. Um, and he him. did invite us onto their podcast. All right, well, let's make it happen. So we'll see how it goes. All right. I would also like to shout out a couple podcasts. Obviously, our friends over at the Sunday Forecast. Yes, up in the Bronx. Shout out to those guys. They talked about the show uh, at SOB's, your girls' tour. They loved it, had a great time out there. They were front and center, and we appreciated them. I'd also like to shout out the guys from the TOS Podcast, the Officially Street Podcast. Yes. Those guys came all the way from the Poconos. The Poconos. Even though every time I say that it's Hershey, Pennsylvania, it's actually not. It's Poconos. The Poconos. Yeah. They came up for the show. Uh, we hung out for 20 minutes beforehand, and they talked about it on their podcast, which is awesome. It sounds great. Their rapport is awesome. Good dudes. Great podcast. You know what? Great dudes. Great podcast. Yeah. We so appreciated them hanging out at the show. Glad to meet them in person. Remember, tell us how we're doing. Tell us if you want us to come perform in your city. Hit us at jeffatitsthereal.com and ericatitsthereal.com. Guys, big announcements on the way. Stay tuned to Waste Time with It's The Real. We'll see you again next week. Yep. Now for real, for real. We'll see you then. <laughs>